Access granted. Access is always granted to you that we live on a planet, and that's what you're tuned into, and I'm glad that you are on this Monday morning. Maybe it's not morning for you, but it is definitely early Monday morning, October 12th for me, 2020. This is episode 434 in the works. Currently, the temperatures in the city of Oswego, right on the lakeshores of the beautiful Lake Ontario, cool waters of Lake Ontario. It's 48 degrees Fahrenheit. Feels like 45, but the highs are going to be about 63 degrees Fahrenheit. We'll take it. Got to start buttoning up, getting ready for the white stuff that's going to be flying shortly. Currently, the winds are out of the east, southeast, 11 miles per hour. If it's your first time here, welcome. We got a bunch of stuff that we normally do. If you're coming back, you know what we normally do as well. So stick around. When we come back, we'll dive into our positive quote, mantra, whatever you want to call. And then the rest of the stuff that we do here at the show. I'll be right back. Hello and welcome back to the show. All right, let's dive into the, I don't know what you want to call it this morning. The key to self-treatment for depression is to be open, accepting, and loving towards yourself and what you're going through. Ooh, that gong seems like it's, sounds like it's had better days. The key to self-treatment for depression is to be open, accepting, and loving towards yourself and what you're going through. I think that once I became open and honest with myself of what I've gone through, it has helped me. Uh, Lately, I've been thinking a lot about rehab because my Facebook look back, you know how they give you those memories and everything like that, and it was five years ago. This time, I was still in rehab. I was in sunny Dana Point, Southern California. My first stint was in San Clemente. And by this time, I was in Dana Point, right in the Lantern District, right near Doheny Beach on Mazo Drive, I still remember. And it was, I I stayed in a house with about mm, anywhere between 11 and 13 of us. And I'm thinking about those people that I went with. Some have died. Some have relapsed. Some are still my friends on Facebook. And uh, besides Facebook, I would consider a friend like Clemente. Clemente helped me out immensely, more than he probably knows. He was a maintenance worker. At the uh, when I stayed in San Clemente, at one of the houses I was staying at, and I was right. Um, near the beach there too in a big beautiful house and living with a bunch of guys too Sovereign Health was the name of the rehab facility that I went through and he was one of the maintenance workers and I was up early 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 in the morning every morning and I would see those guys come to work and we just got to chatting and come to find out he had um I don't know how many years of sobriety under his belt. And it just happened that he helped me just as much, if not more than some of the therapeutic all day treatment that I got from the rehab facility, just from him being my friend. And he gave me all kinds of literature and just guidance. And, you know, I used to take long morning walks when I was in the Dana Point Lantern 
district too when I stayed at that house. And my Facebook look back, some of them are showing me I was up at the crack of dawn. I just wanted to get out of the house. I was living with so many different people from different walks of life and trying to make the most out of my treatment that I was getting. It was a dual diagnosis treatment, so that was nice too. I was able to get a little bit of everything. But it's crazy how you get those Facebook memories and they show you. And one of them that showed me yesterday, I was five years ago at this time, watching a paddleboard race on a weekend because all during the week we would do uh, day treatment all day long, go to AA meetings um, during the week, and then on Saturday and Sunday, Saturdays we would have half a day, Sunday we would have off, we'd still go to meetings, but uh, I was able to walk right down to Doheny Beach because it was just a rock throw from the house I was staying and I got to watch my first paddleboard race. I've never never paddleboard before. I had, my balance. I was a really good water skier, and paddleboarding looks tricky. It's nowhere compared to water skiing. Nobody's pulling you with a boat. I think that it would be one of those things that would be challenging. Maybe, maybe not. All right, stick around. We got more to talk about. I'll be right back. Glad you made it back. My uh, my previous talk with you, I was just talking about my friend Clemente. I'm not by any ways breaking his anonymity. I can't say the word <laughs> because uh, he is open about his sobriety. Just so, just a forethought. So, okay. Uh, fingernails primarily serve as a cover for the top surface of our fingers and offer some degree of protection. Fingernails and toenails on our limbs are quite similar to the claws found in animals. Primates, including humans, have broad fingertips and nails help them support the fingers. Why am I talking about that? Um, well, isn't it just my luck of what happened to me Saturday night in the middle of the night? I got up to use the restroom and it was pitch dark. And I forgot that I had taken a laundry basket and set it down near the dresser, near the bed. And when I got up, it was not in the way. But when I came back into bed, it happened to be right where I was walking. And I walked into it full force, as hard as I could, so hard onto my pinky toe, stubbed it so hard, um, the laundry basket was full of clean clothes i uh ripped and uh, not to be it sounds so gross so be prepared it completely ripped off my toenail completely well it left it at a 90 degree angle and then it had sorry for this if you're be prepared don't be eating or drinking and it is kind of graphic i had to tear it off the nail so it really is painful i think i broke it but there's nothing really you can do about a broken toe. And uh, I have an open, exposed nail bed, and it just is really my luck. And it is it was so painful the other day, just that uh, throbbing. And so I figured, hey, what are nails for? That would be our little fun fact, something that we can learn. 
Um, jump topic, TikTok. One of my sisters, my sister Brandy, I love you, sis. She she gave me some advice the other day, and she's like, you know what you got to do is start yourself a TikTok account and talk about your sobriety, talk about mental health. You know, do one of your podcasts live, do a video, do something, and put it on there. And a lot of those people ain't got nothing on you, bro. And that just made me feel so good. And I did start a TikTok. It's, I've got, hey, I've got five followers. I got to start somewhere. And uh, just like I did it, we live on a planet. We have to start someplace. I can't believe that we are coming up on three years. Three years of podcasting. That's amazing to me. Just for my mental health, for me to stick with something that long is amazing. I think it's because I get a therapeutic value out of coming out and talking to you and stuff. So um, TikTok, if you want to check it out. <clears throat> Excuse me, I had to let me clear my throat. It's I'm at We Live on a Planet. And uh, could you be my sixth? Or seventh follower um, that would be groovy I don't know what to do though I've got stage fright <laughs> being in front of the microphone and talking to you that's one thing but uh, doing that I did do a face-to-face -face video on my TikTok um, for Carpe that and I purse burnt that I use shout out to Carpe they got a hold of me um, because if you follow the show, they flew me out and I did a whole commercial, yada, yada, yada for them and stuff. But um, they got a hold of me and asked me if I had a TikTok and if I did, if I would be willing to do something and hashtag my carpe for them. So I did and I've got that. And my views aren't that many, but to me, one view is just as important. It really is. And that sounds corny, but it's true. You know, I'm not all about that. I just, it'd be neat to get my... It would be neat for We Live on a Planet to blow up more than what it is. It's already heard in over 125 countries last I checked, and I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for every listen, that's for sure. Word of the day, alleviate. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. It was verb, to provide physical relief as from painies, make easier. And I, how weird the, the universe ties in, because I've been in a lot of pain from that toe. Stick around when we come back. We'll talk about some more stuff and things. I'll be right back. And magically, just like that, we're back. I had to get myself some more coffee, fueling up on my addiction of caffeine. I'm addicted, addiction free from alcohol, but uh, for five years, but I, boy, I still have an addiction for caffeine, that is for sure. All right, let's do what we do a lot of times here besides me just chatting and talking. We we learn stuff here at We Live on a Planet, which is kind of fun. And I wanted to head on over to the history channels. Before I did, I, I, just, I was looking at my calendar here in the studios, and tomorrow is the U.S. Navy's birthday. I don't know how many years, so maybe fr I'll, Friday, if I can remember, we'll look it up or during the commercial break. All right, here we go. We are at the History Channel's website. We'll get a wrinkle on our brain with some history. 
and uh, learn what happened on this day. Sometimes to not as to repeat history, but to learn from it and just kind of, sometimes they're depressing, sometimes they're stale, sometimes there's not much going on. But I figured I'd at least head on over there. And here's one, art literature and film history. 1940, silent film star Tom Mix dies in Arizona car wreck. I don't know who that is. On October 12th, 1940, cowboy movie star Tom Mix is killed when he loses control of his speeding cord phantom convertible and rolls into a dry wash. Hmm. He was 60 years old. I've watched... Mm, have I watched a silent film? I've watched Black and Whites, obviously, because I'm, I'm fede. I can kick it. I'm fede. But um, <laughs> silent film, I don't know. I'm not sure. All right, moving along in crime. In 2000, the USS Cole is attacked by terrorists. I forgot about that. Wow, I put a 40 by 40 foot hole in the port side of the USS Cole. It was a Navy destroyer. It was in Yemen. Uh, 1810, Germany, the origin of Oktoberfest. Speaking of being sober, <laughs> I, could, I wouldn't want to be in Germany right now. I think about that going to Prague. Eventually, once this coronavirus subsides, my brother and sister-in-law live in Prague, and my wife and I want to go visit them so so much. But one of their their culture is like as soon as you meet somebody or you go and visit them in, your, in their house, that you do a shot. How do I get away? <laughs> I don't want to be rude, but I'm not doing any shots. Uh, 1964. And you know what? My brother and sister-in-law would honor that, though. So I'm not worried about that. It's just me being uh, nervous. Okay. 1964. The U. Oh, boy. How old we're going back because we're calling it the USSR leads the space race. When I was growing up, that's what we called Russia anyways, USSR. Um, geez, anything else? Night, uh, 1786, Thomas Jefferson composes a romantic letter. Okay. Oh, here we go. Here's a sad one. 1997, Rocky Mountain High, Colorado. John Dever dies in aircraft accident. How sad. 2007, art literature and film history. Al Gore wins Nobel Prize in the wake of an inconvenient truth. 1918, natural disaster and environment. Fire rages, rages, excuse me, in Minnesota. Minnesota, land of 10,000 lakes. Um... In 1870, Robert E. Lee dies. Robert E. Lee was commander of the Confederate Army. He was 63 years old. And I think that does it for uh, this day of history. Stick around when we come back. I'm sure there's more we can root around in. I'll be right back. Yay, you made it back. I'm so glad that you made it back means you're enjoying the show i'm glad i'm enjoying having you here all right we are at the fact site now we're gonna learn some more stuff <clears throat> excuse me yeah 
there is something and it's ties in with my dry eyes all that stuff i can feel it okay let's learn some stuff about disneyland never been to disneyland but we were talking about california earlier so let's talk about disneyland disneyland the happiest place on earth visited by millions of people from around the world each year the only way to go with this magical place is up the original Disneyland in Anaheim, California, opened on July 17, 1955. It only took one year to be constructed with 2,500 laborers and a cost of, you ready, $17 million to build. I wonder what that would be worth in today's money. The Disneyland location in Anaheim is the only theme park directly supervised and built by Walt Disney. I've been at Disney World, um, and I really appreciate my time there. It was fun. We went for my oldest daughter's 30th birthday, which was quite a couple of years ago, and that was fun. The four, four adults going, me, my wife, and my two daughters. It was great. And then we went to uh, Universal Studios, too. The idea for Disneyland came to Walt Disney after taking his daughters to Griffin Park in the 30s and 40s and watching them go on the merry-go-round. The bench from Griffith Park, where Walt Disney came up with the concept, is on display in the park near the entrance of Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. In order to gain further inspiration for his concept, he visited other parks such as Trivial Gardens in Denmark, Alfenling in the Netherlands, and Children's Fairyland in the U.S. Shout out to the Netherlands, too, because the Netherlands, we were just recently ranked number 38 in my personal journals in the Netherlands. So in the Apple podcast section, I think that's cool. And, uh, okay, Disneyland California Adventure was built on the site of the original Disneyland parking lot. In 2013, Disneyland was the third most visited park in the world with around 16.2 million guests visiting. Wow. The earliest documented account of Disneyland's plans was in 1948 in a message to a produce or a production designer. He referred to the concept at the time as Mickey Mouse Park. Upon opening day in 1955, uh, 28,000 people attended. However, half of those purchased forged tickets or snuck into the park by hopping the fence. Kind of like at Woodstock. A lot of not forged tickets, but hopping the fence. And then they just kind of said, all right, free. Free concert, but just stay away from the brown acid. Okay. <laughs> what does that have to do with Disneyland? Uh, when, it, when it originally opened, there were only 18 attractions. 14 of which are still running. Today, there are now a total of 51. When it initially opened, a mission cost $1. Today, it's a whopping, at the time of this fact site, $99. The most popular Disneyland souvenir is, you guessed it, the Mickey Mouse ears. Over 84 million have been sold since the park opened. 84 million. Wow, this was interesting. I think this is the last one. There's there's so many more facts, but there are approximately 200 wild cats that live in Disneyland to help get rid of rodents, 
all of the cats were spayed and neutered before being re-released back into the park. When the cats can't survive off only hunting the rodents, there are feeding stations set up all around the park for them. Isn't that kind of... That was neat. That was easy! It was, and we got a wrinkle on our brain. <laughs> Stick around. We'll be right back. Yeah, about that time, huh? That one went by kind of quick. That was fun. Check out the Buffalo Bills game tomorrow if you're in anywhere. You can check out that game. They're playing tomorrow versus the Tennessee Titans. Will they be 5-0? and I hope so. Go Bills. Go Buffalo Bills. Hopefully you uh, head on over to my website, Powered by Universe, the Universe app. You can make your own website, too. I'm not paid by telling you this, but uh, I did interview the founder of the Universe app. Um, interview or episode number 330, Joseph Cohen. You can check out my interview with him. But that's how I power WLOAP.com is by using the Universe app. It's simple. It's easy. You use your phone and you make your website however you want to. It's just like building blocks. And um, like I said, I'm not, I don't get anything by saying anything. It's just a good product. It works the same as the reason why I give shout outs to Carpe. They were good people to meet as well. So that was pretty neat. If you've noticed, you know, here I am talking about ads and stuff, but I haven't been using my anchor ads lately. Some of my, sh my, I feel like my shows have been a little bit shorter, so I haven't been throwing the anchor ad in there. If you've been noticing, mm, what else was I going to tell you? Yeah. My website though, WLOAP.com. That's where you can contact me. That's where you can leave me an email. That's where you can also leave me a voicemail and be a part of the show. It's been forever since I've had a call in. That's because I've changed though. And I've said to, I say it mostly to my youngest daughter, Abby, about change and the only constant change or the only, there's, there's, there's the only constant in life is change. Blah, spit it out, Patrick. Here I'm trying to sound all. Ooh, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and I got all, but the only constant in life is change. That's how you deal with that change, you know? And, um, at one time phone calls were one of the backbones of this show. I played like five calls per episode, but things are different because anchor the app that I use to make my podcast isn't the same as it was when it first started. So if you're not using the Anchor app, which you probably aren't, you're probably, lis probably listening through Apple or another podcast provider, and you're like, but I, I, I would like to, you can do, you can leave me a voicemail, and it just, it will ring five times before it goes to my message, leave me a little whatever, and um, we'll play it on the air. I think that would be neat. Let me know where you're listening from. That would be cool. Or what your favorite part of the show is, perhaps. All right, let's end with the key to self-treatment for depression is to be open, accepting, and loving towards yourself and what you're going through. I think that's good. <laughs> I'll talk to you. Peace. Until later.